welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satsrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buona, and privet. It's really, really good to be with you again. And I'm so excited that we have with us Agnes, who is a productivity specialist. I'm so excited for what we're going to be talking about today. Agnes, welcome. Hi, and thank you very much for having me. I'm so glad to see more and more platforms that want to bring our attention to important aspects in our lives. So, you know, we can evolve and grow stronger and wiser. So, Thank you for creating this and for your continuous work. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sure. And also the same to you because you're doing such important work. You know, we are all about making change fun and easy, making life more fun and easy on this show. And definitely when we think about how to make our lives more fun and easy, productivity is a huge aspect of of that formula. So I'm like really looking forward to our conversation. Great. Me me too. Can't wait. Let's Um, dig right in. So please, will you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Mm -hmm. Of course. So uh, I'm a a certified productivity specialist and time management expert with a professional background in quality management and empowerment coaching as well. So what I have done is combined my passion for organizing uh, and turned it into my mission, helping working women get more productive in life and business so they could really gain the time freedom they deserve. And so this is exactly what we do in uh, my less is more coaching environment. So through structure and systems and processes that bring results, we scale in productivity and therefore in time freedom. Nice. I love, I love the idea of having more time freedom. Ultimately, <laughs> like, time is our most precious resource. It's like nothing, mm, something that we can never yes. get back, right? So, exactly. Ah, amazing. Yes, yes. Mm. And and that's you know that's the common problem for so many that we just want more than twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. We want to be able to fit in all our ambitions in that time frame. But unfortunately, we all have as much as there is, you know, (laughs) we can't just create more. Uh, But in in my mentorship, I talk a lot about expanding time and you can truly expand the time if you follow the steps, if you do the work, if you're willing to do it. 
you will never create more minutes in the day or more hours but for you for you personally to achieve more you can actually expand time and that means you just do important work without getting overworked and overwhelmed and constantly stressed which which happens when we try to fit in everything in, in a day or two you know yeah that mm-hmm. is such an excellent point and i love the idea of expanding time for yourself can you tell me a little bit more about like the problem that you see people struggling with in general because of which they're not mm-hmm. able to experience the sense of expanded time and so forth yeah it's it's that reason that we can't we we're not very good at prioritizing mm. and so we think that everything is important and everything is urgent mm. and and i would say that this is really like this day and age the the big problem that we all have because with all of the notifications that come our way with all of those distractions we see our phone blinking constantly right we see the email notifications on the screen somewhere and we think oh yeah i have this email it's just going to take a second and what that second does it takes your focus away from the work you're doing and it goes completely off and yeah. then you need to take time to get back into that focus and mm-hmm. this is where we waste the time the most. Ah. Oh, interesting. Right? <laughs> interesting. So you really think this is where we waste because I know I have seen some studies that talk mm-hmm. about how even if you are just taking like you think a few seconds or a minute to you know sort of shift your focus to something else like if a phone call comes or you pay attention to a notification that just pops up on your phone i've definitely seen research that shows that it takes more than just that minute or just a few seconds that you take to do that to actually get back in the flow of whatever other tasks yes. we're doing so for yes. sure you're you're losing time and you're saying this is actually the big hey thanks for tuning into this episode hope you're getting value out of it for your information this episode has been sponsored by the happiness 101 program are you a change maker coach trainer or healer are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers the happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease interested book a free happiness 101 exploration call with me your happiness expert samia vano just use my online calendar link in the show notes now back to the show the big yeah big I, i believe the maybe the research that you're talking about i think it was that we get distracted every 11 minutes or something and that's huge 
Yeah. Like imagine there, there's that many hours in a day. Yeah. And if we, we can't focus enough to get important things done, how we can scale, how can we grow, how we can like evolve in, in business or, or whatever it, it is that you're doing, right? So we really need to be able to man, maintain that focus. Um, and of course, it might sound, yes, it's easy to say, you know, but it's hard to do. But there are things that you can practice, rut routines that you can implement to actually be more focused and mm -hmm. be more attentive on things that are important. Mm -hmm. But how do we get there? Yeah. It, it all really starts with clarity. Mm -hmm. Because we will never be able to plan everything by seconds and follow that plan as well, you know, because yeah. life gets in the way and it's normal. It happens. We will not be able to prioritize well if we don't know what we want. Mm. So the clarity is really the, the starting point. What is it that you want? And I, I sometimes ask women when when they reach out, like I, I would tell them, well, if I give you now, if I have a magic wand, you know, and I give you now four extra hours every day. Mm. And now just imagine, you know, in an ideal world, you reach the same success. You have uh, you're, you're satisfied. Everything works well, but you have extra hours, four hours. And usually, you know, what happens is that they don't know they don't know what they would do with that time. So then why do you need it? What, what, what are the reasons? There is no clarity. And then this is the first that we need to work through to really get there. Because after that, focusing is that much easier. Prioritizing is that much easier because you know exactly what you want. That is so interesting. Like if you had asked me what I would do with four extra hours, <laughs> I think for me, until you sort of clarified what you were meaning, um, immediately I had like several different ideas popping into my mind. I, would, I could do this. I could do that. I could do that. But I realized that what you were saying is no, like, so the fact that I have so many ideas about what I could do, that's actually part of the lack of clarity. <laughs> like, no, this is what I must do. I need to do. I would love mm -hmm. most to do. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. And, and it's not that we have to choose one thing and follow it. No, absolutely not. You can be multi-passionate and you can have several directions that you're really, really passionate about. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. But to have million things going on, mm. um, that's a bit distracting, you know? Yes. Yeah, that is so true. And I, I was just realizing that what you're saying applies to us even like multitasking in, in context of all the different work-related things that we need to do. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. I remember um when i was interning with in my very first job i suppose um yeah. that i was doing um this was like one of the things that my coach at that time that i was interning with was teaching me she was like sami you need to let me know when you're working on something and 
um, you know, and then I won't disturb you until you're done with the task. Because like I was thinking that, you know, whenever my coach tries to contact me or connect with me, I should just get back to them right away. And she was like, no, if you're actually working on something and I try to connect with you, it'll distract you from what you're doing. And then, you know, it'll take you more time to do that. So I'd much rather yeah. you just let me know, this is what I'm working on. This is how much time I think I need for it. And so then I will not disturb you in that period of time. Mm -hmm. Yes. But, you know, unfortunately, multitasking is being praised as something mm -hmm. fabulous that you're doing you know you're multitasking yeah. yes that's great and i've been in that position as well so i would work myself overwork you know and just mm -hmm. get exhausted because of that but i would be praised for it and it's it's happening in our culture we don't mm -hmm. see multitasking as anything bad we mm -hmm. see it as something great you yeah. can talk on the phone and write an email awesome we need you <laughs> sign me up exactly unfortunately okay. it's like this it's yeah but th this is th this is why we talk this is why i personally am so passionate about productivity because really it puts things into a much better balance mm. you know and um if if we talk about like where do we start like there there are four productivity fundamentals that uh, we we all need to take into consideration because we, we just can't work, 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 reach for some imagined success without taking care of things like our sleep, Ugh. our diet, mm -hmm. uh, exercise, so the body movement, and also our environment. Because if we don't sleep enough, we wake up exhausted, Mm. There is, there, we can't talk about focus then, yeah. right? We can't really talk about productive work. So it all goes kind of hand in hand, you yes. know? It's not just about downloading an app, trying to manage your life from one app. And yes, my time management is on, spot on. It's not that because it starts from you. How, how well are you eating? Are you actually moving your body? Because we need all of those happy hormones and, and, you know, our body needs to be healthy enough to let us focus and to let us manage and plan that much better. And it's just, it's, it is what it is. Do we want to accept it or no? It's still, it's the truth. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. And I so appreciate you taking this sort of holistic perspective on what it really mm -hmm. takes for us to be able to be productive. I, and I know what you're talking about, especially in the context of sleep. I had this experience just a few weeks ago where there was a shift in my work schedule. And, and then of course, we also in the US, we have, you know, this, change in time that we happen with daylight yes. savings time and so forth and so that also sort of threw me off a little bit and I actually found myself only getting like five six hours of sleep a night and optimally like for me personally I find that I need more like eight to nine hours of sleep and yeah. so after like a few weeks of only getting five to six hours of sleep, I was like seriously sleep deprived. And it yeah. was for sure impacting 
everything that I was doing impacting my focus, impacting my mood. Oh, mm-hmm. I think uh, like for me, that uh, that impact on my mood was something that I felt the most because, you know, as a happiness expert, I'm like generally a pretty happy person. And I put in a lot of, you know, to maintain and create a happy mood. It's a choice that we have to make and we have to, you know, manage our thoughts and our emotions and um just what we're doing you know and all of that and I couldn't I couldn't yeah make those choices that I knew would help me to create and maintain a positive mood I was just way too mm-hmm. yes exactly and I so appreciate you saying that because so many of us experience it but we don't link it together with with how we actually feel you know because we're like four hours eh, it's enough for me you know, and maybe for some people it truly is. It is possible. For me, I need like eight to ten hours, mm-hmm. and then I'm my best. You know, then I am at my optimal level, and I can truly do things uh, from from the best place. You know, mm-hmm. um, and the fourth fundamental that I was saying about the environment. Yeah, how much that affects our work as well, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I said at the beginning that people usually think when when I talk about time management and productivity it's it's very technical you know you you schedule you plan you make uh, tables and you do this and that but it's actually that's the the other part of it first it's those fundamentals and clarity Mm -hmm. and what we need to do to create that optimal environment you know yeah because why why while we can uh how we can truly thrive what is yes. what are the things that are in our office right maybe we don't like the photo the photo frame is kind of old on our desk and it keeps bugging us and we don't even notice it but it constantly takes our attention away maybe we eat while we work you yes. know or any it could be anything maybe dog barking outside our window Mm. so many things affect us yes oh my gosh you gave some really brilliant examples like the idea of that photograph that's bothering you oh that made me think about one of the sayings that one of my coaches it's his favorite thing and basically I might not get it exactly right, but it's basically something like every mess is a lock on the gate of abundance in your life. Meaning, and and what he means by it, just in case I didn't get it exactly right. (laughs) He's like, like, literally, you know, you're preventing abundance from coming into your life with every mess that is present in your life and that you don't take the time to clean up, you know, as right. much as you can. Right. And the example with like, oh, here's this photo frame. There's something about it that bothers me and I don't deal with it. And so it just keeps intruding into my consciousness. Yeah. And like you were saying, every time something distracts me, it's not just that moment in which I notice the 
frame it, it's like this whole it unleashes this whole cycle making me less yeah. productive mm. absolutely and and i'm i'm very big on decluttering and doing it consistently so yeah. if something is bothering you because for me i know when i clean my closet i just i breathe more lightly it just it kind of like takes the weight off and so imagine if your working desk has piles of paper peanuts there water here and it's it's kind of like a big mess then it reflects on on the mood on your focus because i always say that like the mess on your desk creates mess in your head and also vice versa so we really need to start somewhere and to clear the the mess in our heads it's much harder than clear the mess on our desks and our in our environment so this is very easy place where to start you mm. know start by your actual environment to create some positive change you know clean that drawer do you really need all of those things that are inside probably not take the time to do it and and notice how much different you feel after it yes right yes. yes and maybe to just create some time in your life to do this kind of cleanup as it were yeah on a regular basis because i uh, oh my gosh you just made me think about like another huge lesson that i've learned in my life about you know it's actually a law in the universe that everything will tend to move towards chaos unless we put in specific energy to create organization and so even yeah. if you clean a, your desk let's say uh, it will unless you put in effort on a regular basis to maintain its neatness and yes. seamless it will keep getting messy over time yeah 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 absolutely and uh, and it's so true yes and, I, and i'm glad that you said it because you know the mess on our desk is one thing but yeah. so many of us of us are working from our laptops our mm -hmm. phones mm -hmm. right especially nowadays you only need a wi-fi and, and a device right to to create change and what we do is we create mess there as well right how many photos do we have right how many folders do we have are they organized because you know what happens if we need to find something it takes so much more time to find the things that we need if unless we know where it is right mm -hmm. so if our things are organized then we waste less of a time trying to find them because we know where they are it takes yeah. a second yeah but if we can't then we're like oh i have this pile of paper here we're going through it we have a folder on it which is like a junk folder that everything goes in there and then we go through that it's difficult and we make it difficult for ourselves mm. it's our responsibility because no one else created that folder and no one else created that mess it was us That's right oh my gosh you just made me think about something else that happened <laughs> i like that i make you think <laughs> oh yes oh yes okay so this was i think maybe three years ago i was having major problems with i had a macbook pro at that time and it was just having all kinds of bugs and i thought it was just because it was so old because i'd had it at that point in time for a good 
maybe seven, eight years. So I actually got a new MacBook Pro, double the memory and, you know, supposed to have like a 10 hour battery life. And, you know, it was just the, the specs on it were like way, way, way better than my previous MacBook Pro and so forth. But, and, and then I was so excited to use it. And then when I got it, I, um, uh, you know, it had this like feature of you could just over Wi-Fi connect your old MacBook Pro with the new one and it would just transfer all the data. Yep. And, I, and it was like so easy to do that. And at first I was like super happy that it happened, the transition happened so smoothly. But then it was like really strange and annoying because my new brand new MacBook Pro started to have a lot of problems as well. And I was like, what in the world is going on? And turns out that when I transferred all the data, it was like so easy to do, but it actually transferred with it, like all these like buggy files that were in the old computer and that I didn't realize were causing the problem and so like literally what I had to do was like just wipe the entire disk clean um you know of the new MacBook Pro and then you know I manually one by one transferred the files that I actually yes. needed into the yeah. new yeah yeah <laughs> well we live and we learn and and that's great that we have these experiences that we can truly learn from yeah. um and it's also great that we have some support or mm -hmm. some outside force that can say mm -hmm. you know maybe this is not how you do it or maybe you want to try something else you know without pushing or anything but just giving like a wise advice to just yeah. look at things differently you know mm. because we're not experts at everything and we shouldn't be why you know but if right. and th that's why the coaching and and the support that you're doing is so useful because it just it helps so much right indeed, yeah indeed. yeah and you know just and, sort of thinking again about it from the perspective of like the tech example, it's like I would never, I'm not a tech expert. I'm not a computer expert. So like when I run into trouble with my computer, I go get help. And I don't think yeah. that's strange there we go. <laughs> to do it, right? And so why not do that in other areas of our life when yes. we run into trouble? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we just, we get so stuck in our ways yeah. in our routines that it's not easy to change it by ourselves even mm. if we wanted to yes because we're so used to how we do things right we're so used to our habits and our routines that if somebody would come in and say maybe you should eliminate this or that you're like uh, but i've been doing this for years you know so it's kind of like it gives you a little bit different perspective on things and that's what's great about it that's what's great that's so true. That's so true. And my gosh, okay, you made me think about another <laughs> thing that is actually also one of my favorite things. And 
uh, it's basically this idea of what you focus on expands. And I find that that's actually one of the biggest, biggest benefits of having a coach help you or you know whoever you decide to bring in to help you but especially yeah. like in a coaching context you know because when you start working with a coach there's a purpose to why you're doing it you're bringing focus to a certain area of your life mm-hmm. a certain struggle that you're dealing with in turn and, and you want to create um solution uh, you know and and resolve that problem and so you're like actually in a very conscious way bringing focus onto it yes and so yeah. when you begin to focus on the problem and on creating the solution then that is when you can see that expansion happening in your life that absolutely your understanding of the problem your understanding of the solution and the actual mm-hmm. solution emerging Yes, totally. And, and you know, sometimes it also happens that our experiences with, with coaching or with, with like group support if, that we are in is not the most pleasant ones. But what I can tell you is that we can always learn from them mm-hmm. either way. Either way, it's a lesson we can take something out of it. Because I personally also have had some experiences, not so pleasant ones, where I was maybe disappointed and not entirely happy. But that's, again, something that I need to work on and Mm -hmm. and then need to analyze just a little bit to see why, why this thing triggered me, what happened and how I can improve them, right? Mm -hmm. But if that experience wouldn't happen, how would I know? I would never question anything. Yes. Right? That is that is very true. That is very true. Mm. I mean, we, yeah. we have... I, I mean, every person has their own experience and uh, things that work for them, things that don't. Um, I know in the context of coaching, for example, coaches have had certain experiences and based on you know certain training that they have and so forth they have a certain perspective on how to make things work uh you know and uh, what they teach their students and the approach of a particular coach may not exactly work for you that doesn't mean that the approach in itself is wrong it's just you know the right fit for you and like you said Agnes you can still learn from that <laughs> You can learn from that. That is a really yes, absolutely, absolutely, and 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 that's the beauty of it, you know. And it actually it goes hand in hand with time management as well because um, I some some time ago already I discovered this uh, author and researcher uh, Nir Eyal, and he's just amazing. He wrote books and and on specifically on time management, and he said time management is pain management and it struck me like it, it it felt like oh my god he just confirmed what i've been saying and what i've been thinking um because we seek distraction to avoid discomfort mm. and this is why we are not able to focus on things and manage our time as best as we normally would right because we have a task in front of us and it's kind of like maybe feeling the tax bill, you know, or like, uh, maybe I'm going to do it tomorrow. Procrastination creeps in. 
right? And your time management goes out the window, right? Your planning, your scheduling, nothing works. Because actually we need to look inside ourselves. We need to do that research deeper to understand why this triggers me. Why why I want to avoid this? Why is this creating discomfort for me? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so wise. That is so wise. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, working working on that pain. Yeah. Yeah. Because it also goes back to the point you were making earlier about how important it is for us to have clarity. And the fact Mm -hmm. is that so many of us, because we are trying to avoid certain kind of pain or certain discomfort it actually prevents us from number one having the clarity about what we really need to do Mm. solve the big problems in our life or achieve the goals that we want because we're so focused on just avoiding the pain or the discomfort rather than being focused on taking the action that will actually move us forward you know? Yes, you're you're absolutely right. You know, so many of us want that clarity. Yeah. But how many of us have actually sat down with a piece of paper and wrote down our ideas of what is it that we want? You yeah. know, we don't we don't want to. We think we're wasting our time. Yeah. But it's actually how we're gonna gain time in the long run when we truly know what we want. And it's just, it's so fascinating. And this is why the coaching is so useful in Mm. this case, you know, because we have somebody that can keep us accountable. We have support that is knowledgeable and resourceful, you know, in the areas that we might be lacking in. And that's the beauty of it. It's great. It, It helps to change our habits. That is just such a fundamental of, how we can change our life, right? Yes. Totally. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I, oh my. Okay. You just brought up so many great points. And I think we'll just have to bring you back for a second episode because <laughs> we are ready sure. time for now. Uh, any last words All right. to share for right now? Uh, yes. So what I would like to say to everyone and, and everyone who is, is working and maybe wearing many hats in the household, at work, and just feeling like they need more time, you know, just remember that you are in charge. Mm-hmm. Time is not in charge of you. You are in charge of it. And the help and support is all around us. If only we're willing to open our eyes and see it. Uh, And of course, open our hearts to receive it because we also need to be willing to receive, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I wish everyone to be more open-minded and seek support whenever you feel like you need it. Mm. You just dropped another amazing pearl of wisdom <laughs> that I'm like, oh, need more time to dig into this. So we will <laughs> at another time do so. And in the meantime, I just wanted to um, remind all of you who are listening right now to make sure to check the show notes because we'll be uh, adding Anissa's links in there so you can connect with her and reach out to her 
for the support that you need. Um, and uh, yeah, until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy. Thank you.